So I'm Kelsey from The Station, and today I'm going to be talking to you guys about um, a sativa that I've really been liking lately called Super Silver Haze. Um, so just a little backstory on the Super Silver. It's a mix of Northern Lights, um, Skunk, and a Haze. So it's a good balance of Indica Sativa and Hybrid. And I'll usually use that for my wake and bake, take uh, like a bowl out of the bog of that, and then an hour later my house will be clean <laughs> or I'll be um, coloring in my coloring book and sometimes I like to walk my dog and play Pokemon Go on my phone around the neighborhood while smoking it. How do you break with strains normally? Are you sativa dominant? I actually really like hybrids. Like I used to smoke a lot of indicas but like find that I wasn't productive and I'd be asleep like two hours later. So I'm more of like a a hybrid like sativa person. I'm just now getting into sativas because I used to not like them because they give me kind of a too crazy head high, but the super silver haze is like a really good mellow sativa for me. My name is Tarek. Um, I work here at the station, medical marijuana dispensary in Long Beach, and I'm reviewing the Platinum Girl Scout cookies. That's going to be a hybrid, so it's going to be more of an indica dominant hybrid. So it's going to have a lot more of the sedative effects, and um, but it also has a lot of the sativa properties. So it's going to be more of like a, uh, you know, more of like a mindful type, uh, cerebral thought-provoking type of a strain. Typically, yeah, I like indicas a little bit more, but throughout my day, I mean, I just became a father recently, and I got a job here now, so I'm going to be I'm busy throughout the day. So um, and I do medicate throughout the day, so I like to have a well-balanced um, hybrid, and this seems perfect for it. Welcome back to the Green 15 Podcast. Long Beach, California, dog days of summer, 2018. The city awaits the legalization of recreational cannabis. If you're going to smoke it, eat it, or vaporize it, you're going to need to know how it moves. On the Green 15 Podcast, we're going to talk trending flowers and emerging culture with people in the know from local dispensaries, green government, and basically green community. Time is precious, so let's get to it. Good evening, Pam. How are you doing today? I'm great, Steph. How are you doing? I'm good, just enjoying this beautiful evening. We're going to talk about, how, I can't even pronounce it, but you can help me. Cannabinoid hyperemesis syndrome. Okay. Also known as and you've talked to me about this before and it was pretty interesting so we definitely want to keep each other up to date you told me there's been some uh, changes on that what was the changes so it used to be called I want to say chronic hyperemesis syndrome because they wouldn't they weren't for sure like solidly sure that it was connected to cannabinoids but it is okay so what happens is neuroreceptors are endocannabinoid system in our bodies and we have these two receptors, CB1 and CB2. Mm-hmm. So what happens is those receptors are all found all throughout our body, different tissues, and they get over-flooded with cannabinoids. All different cannabinoids, THC, CBD, everything you find in the plant, they get overloaded with it. And what do you mean by overloaded? Like there's too much. So these receptors, right, when you first, when they get activated, I guess, by any cannabinoid like THC, all the other effects cbd like you know you have the, all the anti-inflammation and mm-hmm. all of that that's how we get those um, effects mm-hmm. 
So if there's too much of those cannabinoids, those receptors cannot work because they're just flooded. So what happens is your body wants to get rid of it. So it just starts throwing up violently and you have violent nausea. And a lot of these people, most of the time, they're relieved by hot showers because it turns off those receptors. So when they're over flooded, like those receptors are just on. It's like turning on a light switch. Like it's not a dimmer. Like right now it's like we have it at a dimmer. Like we're normal. Mm -hmm. Our CB, our receptors are just acting normal. Mm -hmm. We add a little bit of cannabinoids and it's like a dimmer mm -hmm. light. Mm -hmm. But if you have too much, it's just on. So the light, it's just the light switch is just on constantly. And I remember a good analogy that you told me, or, you know, say if you have cancer, you can use that much because you have that pain where yes. your receptors go. So because if you don't have a cancer or a serious illness or disease yes. to go to, it's not being, it's not functioning for that. And that's it's like not being used, I guess. It's like fighting those that cancer cell or what, however it works that way. I'm not a biologist, so I'm not <laughs> really sure. But um, I guess maybe it's not reacting to those cancer cells, so it's just over flooding the receptors instead of like killing the cancer cells, I guess, or whatever element it is. And that could be done with, I know something you were saying was like um, the dabs. And oh, the concentrate, just concentrates yeah. in general. I'm not, yeah, I'm not, I don't, I've never done those, so I'm, I, and I'm scared just because I don't like being that high, yeah. so that, I, I'm low tolerance anyway, but, um, like you said, like, if people have, like, ten brownies a day, that, that's, could happen, <laughs> right? <laughs> of <laughs> course. morning out there. Like, you know, it's always too much, you know, too much of anything is gonna have some bad effects, and so that's what happens when you have too much cannabinoids. And it's over like a long period of time too. And so I think with more concentrates and like more things hitting the market, edibles and or you know, dabs, like people have those through their joints and so forth. And they just take the dabs, but like having so much of that cannabinoids in your system all the time, yeah, I think well, we might see more of more of it. Yeah, good point, especially because you know, it's the technology and advances and whatever and growing. Well, yeah, we're in like, we're, you know, we're in this cool time that's just, you know, it's so much innovation right now. And it is like, even me, like, you know, I'm in the industry and like, I see all these things, samples come around me all the time. And I'm just like, I'm very curious too. I want to know what things are like. And this is a new mint. And, mm -hmm. you know, so I, I really think people really need to learn about microdosing. You yes. need to know their own dose. Like, that's very important to teach people coming into Canada, especially with concentrates and, like, edibles and those kind of things. And I think, if I'm correct from what I remember, because I, I thought was interesting that you said the controversy in this is in how to get rid of that uh, syndrome, you, you, they recommend that you go three to six months without having cannabis, right? Like, is, yes. is that correct? Like, people were like, oh, that's you don't have to do that or something. No, you do, because you have to clean out your receptors. So you think all these receptors are in your body, like all your, all you know, your whole body. It's going to take a while for that to come out, and especially cannabis. Like, that's so, like, you know, it's oh, it's it lasts in our system a long time. Like, we always know that whole thing about, you know, the employee drug tests. <laughs> you have to drink a lot of stuff to get it out of your system. You have to stop smoking for like 30 days. Like it's tough because it stays in your system so much. Like it's in in us, and we have our own cannabinoids. So you know, our body doesn't want to really get rid of it that quickly. So when we like overpower it, you know, too much, too much over a long period of time, it's going to take a long period of time to um, you know reset those, reset your receptors. You're not going to die. 
but you can't smoke any weed for a little while. <laughs> just, just three to six months, not that long. Not that long. And then, you know, there's the tolerance breaks. I really recommend everybody should do. Just clean out your own receptors every once in a while. Take a week off. Take a few days off. It's like the cleansing know. people do with yeah. their, like, sugar or whatever. Yeah. They, it's doing. exactly the same thing. Take, you know, take a three-day juice cleanse and, you know, include your cannabis, too. Don't take any cannabis. Mm-hmm. You know, just, yeah. It's kind of a, it's a kind of, tolerance breaks are a good thing. Yes, <laughs> I agree. I agree. It's nice to just kind of get a reset. Is there anything else people should know about this? Do a journal, because then you can really, like, keep track of, like, how much you're taking. And, you know, just be careful. Tolerance breaks. And, you know, it is still have fun, though. I mean, it is a fun time with all this stuff out there. It's yeah. fun to try new things. <laughs> Very helpful. So, Pam, where can people find you? Um, they can find me at Cannabis Closet um, on Twitter and Instagram. And you can find me on Twitter, Steph underscore B post. And I am Curtis Herod, known to some as Cujo. I can be found on Twitter at 86Cujo or on several other podcasts, which do include the International Toy Podcast, G.I. Joeberg. But you can be sure that if you drop the Green 15 hashtag on your social media, we'll find you. Mm-hmm.